BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet and today I got with me Julie Wolf. Julie, uh, remind everyone who you are. Um, we've had, we, It's been a little bit since we've talked. It has, it has. So I am... Um co-owner and founder of the Phoenix Race, obstacle course racing company. And uh, we're based out of North Georgia, just south of Chattanooga. Yes. So in what kind of races? I, it's been a while since I know you had a few and you keep growing. So um, <laughs> since I've been talking to you, I mean, you, you've grown quite a bit since I think the first time I talked to you. So what what's the next race you have? Our first race of the season is um, one that is a fundraiser for the Alabama Marine Foundation. It's April 1st. It's the Tuscaloosa Gauntlet. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not a Phoenix race, um, but it is going to be laid out and designed by us. Um, Jason will lay out and design the course and then I'll race direct. So it's going to be a pretty cool event. And, uh, you know, it's a fundraiser from the Marine Foundation. So how could we not be involved? Yeah, which, which is awesome. I mean, it's really fun to to do that fundraiser stuff sometimes just to, you know, give back and everything else, which is awesome. Right. So I know you've got that one coming up first. And I mean, how many races does Phoenix do now? We have seven this year. Uh, we dropped Mississippi. It just was not, um, wasn't the greatest location, to be honest with you. <laughs> Every time we were there, something was broken into. And, you know, we were just like, you know what? We're not coming back here. Um, so we have um, the Tuscaloosa Gauntlet, which is in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, April 1st, April 29th. We have the uh, Phoenix, Georgia, which is in Calhoun, Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, June 3rd is at Black Swamp in Ohio. Uh, August 12th is Murder Creek in Bruton, Alabama. And September 9th is the Chattanooga Mud Run. Um, which is coming back for the 14th year. We're going to do it a little bit different this year. We're going to do a, a lot of things a little bit different, but we can talk about that. Um, and then September 23rd is the Phoenix hybrid event at the Black Swamp. And October 21st, I think, <laughs> is the Kentucky Showdown um, in just out just east of Louisville. Nice. See that, and it's amazing to to hear about all that. I've talked to a few people like that's one of my biggest issues I have, like up here in the Northwest. Um, that's like more races than we get in a year. So, um, wow, we we don't get a whole lot up here, and that's one of my biggest issues. It's one of those things, like you know, I mentioned a few people. I mean, if everything goes right, hopefully I will be uh, moving out of the Northwest. But um, and part of one of the reasons I want is I want a place where I can do more than that. You know, where right. we have like four months out of the year, and that's it. And you have yeah. to ram everything in. So it's really cool to hear like other types of races too, you know, where we just get the pretty much a couple of the small, small, you know, locals and then mainly just the big guys. Yeah. And the small local ones, you end up with so much more innovative, you know, and that's one of the things like I see your posts and I see people posting about your races and I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to play on those obstacles. You know, get yeah. monkey bars. I want that thing. What's that? You know, and that's what's so cool is I mean, I see a lot of the things that you guys come up with, you know, for the ideas for your your obstacles. And I'm like, oh, so any listeners who have never done on the go 
to Phoenix race, you know, look at some of the obstacles they come up with. And there's some really cool, innovative ideas there that it's just like, it's different. And that's mm -hmm. what we want. We want that kind of, you know, innovative, crazy idea of, you know, Hey, we've done monkey bars a million times. We've done, you know, this obstacle over and over again. And a lot of the other races, they got the cookie cutter, like, Hey, I can go to here in Seattle and do one race and fly to New Jersey. And it's the exact same race, just on a different yeah, course. Very much so. Yeah. And that, you know, one of the things we wanted to do is just be different. I mean, we were obstacle course racers, um, still are, but mm -hmm. we don't get to race as much as we did, but you know, we were avid obstacle course racers, uh, leading up to creating our own event. And we wanted to take something that we take the parts we loved about other brands and then take the parts that we hated and make sure that we had a good mix and didn't include those things that we hated. Like I hate waiting in line. So typically we will always have a packet pickup, um, the, the day before so that it disperses out the pickup madness. Um, you know, Jason is very innovative about his obstacle design. If you wanted to throw a spear at every event you <laughs> went to, then you're going to sign up for a Spartan race, you know? So, and, and we mix our course up. Um, our rig is very versatile. So you may uh, see it as a 60 foot long rig with monkey bars, rings, a lache, and a rope. And then see it at the very next race four weeks later with, you know, completely different. Um, you may have a pipe traverse and then a foothold rope or um, long, long uh, rings for your feet or a cargo net. I mean, he mixes it up every time so that you're not running the exact same race. Even if it's the same venue every year, it won't be the exact same event um, because we hated that, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. You go to, we've been to so many events at the horse park in Atlanta, and it's like, it's always the same course. It's always the same thing. And, you know, we like to mix it up for our racers and, and give them something a little fresh. So, which is, which is what's amazing. That's like I said, that's what I love. I love the local races because you get random weird things that just popped up in your brain and you're not thinking about oh how can i mass produce this to put it on every single course we're going to do for the year it's like how can i make this so much fun for the people that are going to show up tomorrow you know going to show up at this race and all of a sudden you got something you come around a corner and in your brain you're looking at like what <laughs> is that you know and, I, and I've been to a few races. We've had a few up here and I, I've heard such amazing things. That's one thing I'm looking forward to that, you know, if everything goes right and I do move out of Washington and I'll be a lot closer to your races. And I'm like, I can go to some Phoenix races now. Yay. <laughs> so I can go check those out. You know, that's one of the things, I mean, most people know I'm looking at Texas is where we're looking at going. So awesome. it's going to be one of those things that, you know, and I, I've looked at the schedule down there and like, I've gotten into triathlons and I'm doing a lot of triathlons and I'm like, I have the choice of four different Ironmans. Yeah. One of them that starts in the town that I want to move to, you know, wow. so it's like, but that's a full Ironman. I don't think I'm ready for that, but <laughs> you know, but it's so cool to look at that and like, see all of a sudden, look at the schedule and see all these other races and see like Phoenix races. I mean, I'm like three hours away from driving to some of your, your, your venues. And I'm like, I've driven farther than that for, you know, smaller races. So, I mean, it's just like, it's so cool. You know, that's one of the biggest things and it sounds really bad, but that's the biggest part I'm excited about. 
being able right. to get out to these, you know, I've talked to some of you people so many times and I'm like, I want to do it. And it's like, <laughs> but traveling out there sometimes just doesn't work out. And it's, you know, now I'm like, it'll be a lot closer and I can just take a weekend and yeah. drive down there and, you know, have so much fun. Absolutely. And I love that you referred to us as a local race because I got on my soapbox yesterday and I'm still a little salty about it. So I apologize ahead of time, but, uh, and I won't call these guys out cause they don't know. They don't know me. They've never stepped foot at one of our events, but there was a big long list of, uh, local OCRs, you know, support your local OCRs. And we weren't on it. And, uh, so I, you know, commented, I was like, Hey guys, here's our date. They're like, yeah, you're not considered a local OCR. You're a series. And, you know, I, I even kind of made a post about it, not not as a backlash to them, but just saying, hey, so you don't think we're a local race? Well, you know, here, here's our staff. It's me and Jason. You know, you want to you want to know where our big fancy office is? It's right here in our living room, my desk. Um, you know, and, and I think my friend Russ at OCR Buddy put it best when he said we are a conglomerate of small local races owned by the same company and and that's what we are you know we we don't have a truck driver that hauls our trailers from one venue to another we have an f350 yeah that's it (laughs) we have an f350 that we hook up to our trailer and we haul it there and we build it ourselves you know um and we never really intended to be scattered all over the place and grow in the manner that we did but the reason that we grew in that way was we were working with well you know we're in Ohio because the black swamp was going out of business they were ready to retire um and everybody loved that course they loved Sandy and Troy they loved what they had built up there and we didn't want to see it end Mm -hmm. so that's why we bought that event um you know to keep the sport going and then um, you know, the, the South Alabama Murder Creek race, that's in Bruton, Alabama. It's a town of 6,000 people. So when five, five to 700 runners come into town slinging mud everywhere, they love it. Um, you know, the town actually is the sponsor. The main title sponsor for that event is the, the city itself because they want that economic impact. They want every one of their restaurants packed. They want their hotel full. Um, you know, and, and we don't host in these larger cities. Like, you know, people are like, why don't you come to Nashville? Why don't you come to Atlanta? Well, Atlanta doesn't care that we're there. They're not going to know that we're there, but when we go to Bruton, Alabama or Oak Harbor, Ohio, or, um, Shelbyville, Kentucky, um, actually it's Simpsonville, Kentucky, but when we're in those small towns, Calhoun, Georgia, you know, they know it, they feel it. They're like, wow, you know. We, we saw this little bump we had you know three four five hundred extra people in town and and they it, it is encouraging to the community and it helps the community as a whole and that in turn they're always kind to our racers and then everybody has a good experience yeah. um you know it, it just I guess it just is a, a very frustrating situation for us to be looked at in the same category as savage spartan terrain race rugged maniac that you know realm of events um because that's not us it's absolutely not us we don't have a crew um we have 
Jason and myself and three kids. <laughs> you, know, you might get a your packet pickup might be one of our kids. <laughs> um, you know, our weed eating crew is my son. So, um, you know, we, we definitely have and people that have been to our races know. And they, you know, they know that we have a local race vibe. I do my very best to thank every racer that crosses the finish line. Sometimes I don't get to because I also respond to any problems or injuries, even if it's just a Band-Aid, you know, I'll, I'll also try to check on those folks. So um, I'm not always right there, but, you know, we, we definitely are a local small OCR event. Well, and I think it's one of those things they see it as like a series because you have multiples. But like you said, I mean, how many of those were ones that really in one way or another, you were the savior that stepped in? Like you, you mentioned, you know, uh, the you know, that the race was going to go I mean, like it was a race that was existing and going and people loved it. And then the, the owners or, you know, whoever was running, it's like, I can't do this anymore. I need to step out. And you stepped in and said, hey everyone loves this. We want to help. We're going to step in and take it over. And it was, it, it wasn't like a lot of things where you look at like, you know, some of the bigger races where Spartan stepped in and took over tough Mudder. Spartan stepped in. That was a business decision. Mm-hmm. Where in a lot of the ones where you see with you, it's not necessarily a business decision. It's more of a, it I might be a sport. bad business decision. Yes. <laughs> I love the sport and I want to see the sport continue. So I'm going to step in and help save the sport in this area. And I wish, I honestly, I wish we had more people like that up here in the Northwest because I've watched really good ones that I've gone to and been like, this is so much fun. And then the next year, they're just gone. Well, and you know, a lot of that is the the community has to be mm-hmm. there behind you, supporting you. Um, you know, not just the communities that you host in, but also the racing community. Um, you know, I think that some people might look at our events and be like, you know, oh, they're, they're, you know, they're a, a Spartan or a Savage or a, a big brand. And we're not, I mean, you can tell that by looking at our prices. You know, our races are $59 right now. Yeah. So, and you still get a, a killer medal. You still get a killer t-shirt, in my opinion, much better than the bigger brands. Um, but I'm a little biased because I designed them. So, <laughs> but um, I, I agree with you. You know, it, it is it, it, that part gets frustrating, but um, you know, we're, we're definitely not a big box brand for yeah. sure. And, you know, we've got a lot of cool things coming up this year. Um, the Chattanooga, uh, well, I'll back up to Ohio. So our Ohio event in um, June is going to be a, um, a scouts event so the um it's i'm told it's the scouts not the boy scouts it's the scouts because there are boys and girls both in them and so this event will actually be a fundraiser for the those troops up there um and the reason we decided to do that is it two weeks before our event there, you know, we don't know a lot of people in Ohio. We do now, but we didn't. And uh, uh, the the local troop called us and said, hey, do you need some volunteers? And man, they showed up with like 30 people the morning of the race. And that is just a godsend for us. I mean, mm-hmm. we it was amazing. So we said, hey, you guys are awesome. You know, can we have you back out? And so then we started talking about ways they could help promote the event. And, um, you know, they're, they're tackling so much stuff. They're actually going to feed all the racers and, you know, just, they've been 
an integral part of making that event come together. And so this will be a fundraiser to support their troop. Um, so we're very excited about that because those kids were awesome and they worked their tail off. Um, and they're going to invite their entire, the entire state of Ohio, the scouts to come run oh, it. Wow. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to invite the kids out to do it at basically our t-shirt metal and insurance cost, um, is, is what they'll, they'll fork up or they can spend an hour volunteering and race for free. So, you know, we're really excited to have those kids out, um, at the Black Swamp. We love the Black Swamp. We love going up there. We love the town. We love Sandy and Troy. Um, they are just very close friends of ours. And, um, you know, all the groups that come out to that event, CLEOCR has been a huge supporter. And, um, you know, we just really look forward to seeing that group of folks. Um, so that's going to be our June event there. It'll be our traditional 5K, which is the Black Swamp obstacles that are permanent there combined with our obstacles. And then in September, we're going back to the Black Swamp, but uh, we felt like we needed to mix it up a little bit because, you know, June to September is not a huge, huge gap in there. So, but we wanted to get to Ohio twice. Um, so we're going to have a hybrid event. Um, there's not a whole lot of information that I'm allowed to discuss about it just yet, but it's going to be, um, Jason is very good at building things or obstacles and challenges that if you really think about it, when you're approaching the obstacle, there's an easy way to do it. Yeah. And then there's a hard as hell way to do it. So it's going to be a lot of that kind of um, thought process um, getting into it. You know, um, he, Jason is infamous for Dig Deep, which is an obstacle we have that is um, so freaking simple. You know, I mean, literally, I think it costs us 300 bucks in plywood to, or lumber to build. And then we just take our slam balls with us. And it's a slam ball toss. And it took more bands this year than our rig. And it's not a hard obstacle if you just think about the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people don't. They don't think about the right way to do it. By the time they figure it out, they're gassed. So, um, you know, that's that's one um, kind of example. Look, probably a little bit more type of that kind of thing. Um, some more strength, uh, more strength than the this one. Um, I think that a lot of the OCRs have gone grip strength. And this will have a lot of uh, more brute strength to it. Um, so that's that's Ohio. Chattanooga, we're going to take it back to its roots. So it started as a fundraiser for the Habitat for Humanity, and it got too big for them. And um, that's when we came in and started helping and um, took over the event. And, you know, while Chattanooga loves the event, every year in Chattanooga, I hear more mud, more mud, more mud. And we've seen a decline in the kids coming out. So we're going to go back to mud. I mean, Chattanooga is going to be a mud fest. It is not going to be a qualifier for us this year because it's so muddy. Our, our typical OCRs are not that muddy. Um, so we're going to add a lot more mud. We're going to drop that minimum age down to seven years old. So if, you know, we can get more families out and then it's going to be a fundraiser for Habitat for Humanity again. And, you know, while it's not your qualifying event and your hard as hell OCR, I'm so excited about that event just to see these kids get out there and get muddy. 
And those sometimes are the funnest ones. I've done a few like that, where I've done the qualifying, where you're really going for it, you're pushing hard, and then been on the ones that are just a, a mud slug fest, and you're just going, <laughs> and you're just having fun with it. And I mean, it's one of those ones where you're like, you have to make sure your shoes are tied tight mm -hmm. so that you're not, you know, losing them and, and yeah. all that. Now, I've been on, I've done both, and, and they both have their merits. It's one of those, I do love a good a good slug fest occasionally not every race but right right you know and it's one of those because i have been on some of the ones where it's just i mean it's so much mud and after a while you're like okay this is ridiculous you know yeah. and then been on the other ones where there's you know it's a it's a mud run but there was none it was like the you know one of the big big ones i did last year where it wasn't until the last like 100 feet of the race you know yeah. all of a sudden you hit mud and then it's like okay so i've been through this whole thing for 13 miles and had like stepped in water like twice and now at the last 100 feet you want me to like end the race like coated in mud and i'm like yeah no, yeah it's like this yeah. just no yeah and that event has a 150 foot water slide in it oh. and it has since the beginning since the very first time and when we came in that's not a typical ocr type thing but we wanted to keep it because we tried to be very true to the roots of the event Mm -hmm. um that we've taken over um you know we don't we don't like to change a, a tremendous amount because people came out to it because they liked the event as it was um just sometimes the folks you know couldn't really keep producing it i think a lot of times people don't understand what all goes into hosting one of these events it's not as simple as designing a course and having people come out and run it <laughs> no it's not i i've i haven't done the entire thing myself but i've been around people and helped people like figure out some of the stuff and i mean just that much where i'm watching it going okay it's not you know you think it's just you go out there throw a couple obstacles up and woohoo go have fun mm -hmm. there's so much more you know on the back end that people don't see all the administrative things you have to do everything like that you know and then if something goes wrong everything you have to figure out i mean it's it's yeah it's it sounds so challenging and everything else, but at the same time, sounds like completely exhausting. It is, <laughs> but I love it. I mean, obviously we wouldn't still do it. I mean, this is, this is going to be our third season um, mm -hmm. as the Phoenix race. And, you know, eventually it's, it's hopefully something that will take off and, and do well for us. Um, you know, right now we're treading water, just like every other company in the world. Um, but, we're still we're still in the pond at least so um you can't you know can't can't complain there which is something to be said because i mean that's one thing you know a lot of people don't completely forget too i mean 2000 2020 and 2021 wiped out a lot mm -hmm. of the smaller local races and even some of the ones that weren't even small local some of the the bigger you know that had got into you know were not up at the spartan level but they were getting there yeah and have knocked them out. I mean, how many of you heard about that, you know, have gone the wayside of ones that you were like, oh, that one's going to be around for a bit. And all of a sudden, oh, nope, sorry, they're they're not. Yeah, they're gone. You know, they're gone. And it, and all of a sudden, oh, it yeah. breaks my heart. I mean, I, I love this sport as a whole. Um, minus about four people, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. No, it does. It, it, it does. Um, so you know it, it just it kills me that like bone frog i mean man i love their events i absolutely loved bone frog events they were different they were 
They had cool venues. Um, you know, I mean, who doesn't want to run an obstacle course race inside a NASCAR track? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and that that's that was tough for me to see them go. I'd really hope they'd be back this year. Yeah, and that's one that I, you know, it's, it sucks for me because I could keep. I'm watching these ones, thinking, okay, I'm gonna hopefully be on the East Coast, where you know, close to the East Coast, where I can go and finally do these, and then all of a sudden, bye bye. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, it's been a tough year, and, and you know there were a lot more races in 2019. Um, yeah. We were hosting in 2019, but not under the Phoenix brand. We were under all the other, you know, small brands, um, and and we weren't in ownership. We were contractors. Mm-hmm. But when 2020 happened, and everybody was scared to freaking do anything, and they were canceling all their races left and right, I was like, no, this is bullcrap. People need this. I'm going to host these events. If you don't want to be part of it, cool. But this is, uh, this is how Phoenix was born is because out of the ashes, people needed it. Yeah. I mean, you know, how depressed did people get in 2020? (laughs) I I was just on, I was just talking to someone earlier today about the fact that like for 2020, we all dealt with it differently. For me, it was one of those, just my new normal came running. And a lot of people like, you know, what was your motivation? Because if I didn't do something, I was going to go out of my mind because otherwise I couldn't go, you know, to, to a restaurant. I couldn't go see my friends. I couldn't go do all this stuff. So if I could go run, it just, it gave me a, you know, that something to do, but then all the races that I want to do, I couldn't run. So I'm just running on my own and started doing a lot of the virtuals is what kept me going. But, you know, there's so many races that didn't come out the other side. You know, I sit there and I look at my wall. I've got a wall downstairs in my gym that I don't know how many. There's got to be over 200, 300 freaking medals hanging on my wall from just uh, the last 10 years. And I sit there and I look through it and I see all the ones that are gone. Yeah. Like I've got a medal that I will never be able to get again because they're gone. And some that, you know, like what was the other one? Uh, not bo- Battle Battle Frog or whatever the other Battle one Battle Frog. Was. Mm-hmm. I never got to do it. I signed up for it. I broke my foot. So my kid ran for me. And then they just, like two months later, they went, you know, they went out. And it's like some of those where it's like, you know, where it's, they had cool ideas and way of doing it. And to watch them going as an OCR racer, it's like, it's less chances for me to do what I want to do. So, I mean, if we can, you know, people can help support, you know, that's why me and Dawn have always been a huge, huge support local support local whether it's your local here and where we live in you know washington if you're in ohio if you're in wherever support your local races because you know the big box companies they come around once a year maybe twice if you're lucky for us it's once a year literally like two weekends apart (laughs) yeah and there's nothing wrong you know there's we need spartan the industry needs spartan the industry needs tough butter we need yes. those bigger name brands because they have the marketing budget that i don't have yes they do and they you know they can hit the masses that i can't hit so when somebody says oh is it kind of like a spartan event I'm like yes that's what it is <laughs> you know <laughs> uh it, it's kind of like that um you know we need those we need it we all you know that and yeah and spartan has to recognize and ocrwc has to recognize i think they have i mean they do that they need the little guys too Mm -hmm. because uh, you know we had um this amazing group of people come out two years ago to our race and there was 
a team of 169 people. Nice. Huge team. One had ran an OCR before. One. It was this gym, and I swear this guy's like some kind of Buddhist god or something. I don't know. These people <laughs> will do whatever he tells them to do. And he's like, sign up for this. And out of all those people that came and ran our race, about 30 of them fell in love with it and decided to keep training and do a Spartan race, mm-hmm. you know, and it was funny because they were training and training so hard to get their Spartan race in. And I was like, I want you to come back and tell me what you thought about how hard our race was versus how hard the Spartan race was. Uh, so, <laughs> and they were like, we, we probably overtrained. <laughs> a lot of people do because they see the spartan race and they think of like oh my gosh it's so bad because i've had yeah. so many friends that'll do the local ones and they're like oh yeah this is great this is fun let's do it no i ain't doing a spartan yeah yeah i mean like, okay we have obstacles that we've been told are too hard to take to ocrwc so there's that <laughs> yeah and then that's it a lot of people don't think some of the local ones can be really tough because they're i think what it is too like when especially if you are one of the ones that goes to the spartans the tough mutters and all that you get so used to the same obstacles over and over again you know how to train for those obstacles yep so i've trained specifically to do monkey bars i've trained specifically to do this and now all of a sudden i go and do your rig and like hey there's a lache in the middle and i'm like yeah i haven't trained for that <laughs> yeah um, a lache like Nick Lachey, how, how do you spell how that? You do that? Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you do this? You know, so, and I yeah. think that's what's really cool on the local ones. Like I said, with the innovative, where all of a sudden it's like you look at it and you're like, I haven't trained for this. Uh, how do I do this? You know, and that's what's amazing, you know, where I've done, I mean, I'm, I've done over 60 Spartans. Yeah. So, I mean, and not to sound bad, they haven't had a new obstacle in what, five years? Yep. So, I mean, I know all their obstacles. I know how to do them, you know, but then all of a sudden I go to like yours. And like I said, I mean, all of a sudden when you say Lachey and I, you know, I've talked to other people that have done yours and some of the other ones are in those areas and they're like, oh yeah. And it has this big Lachey. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I know. I have enough problems <laughs> reaching out, trying to grab the next bar in a monkey bar. I mean, you want me to now fly? This guy doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> it, that is more mental than anything, in all honesty. I mean, ours was five feet. It wasn't a big one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obstacle innovation is definitely something that the industry needs more and more of. Um, I'll tell you who's killing it. And, and I'll tell you, hands down, they're killing it over us is Warwick. I've heard they're good. They're, Those they're, guys are amazing. They're up in Canada, right? Nope. They're oh. in Thurman, Ohio. Thurman, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they are absolutely killing it on obstacle innovations. I, I mean, think the thing. I had them on an episode. Yeah. They are, they're ex military. And um, Jake is like Jason, like, he's like, don't you dare point that camera at me. Kind of thing, you know? yeah. But they're just, so smart and when it comes to these obstacles they get so fired up about it and those guys have a permanent course up there and um they get to work on it year-round i'm a little jealous but um yeah i mean that's one that i would absolutely hands down tell you if you can only do one race this year war x is the one you have to get to because it is so freaking amazing and I've heard of a couple of ones like that. I mean, and that one, I think that one I have talked to them before. And I mean, it was one of those ones I'm like, oh, I want it. I've never wanted to go to, go to Ohio in my life, but I didn't. 
you know, and that's it. Like really, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I have a goal in my life. At some point I want to do a race, whether it be a 5k, just a stupid little 5k or do an obstacle course or whatever in every single state. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the only reason I'd want to go to Ohio. There's nothing else in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, sorry for all the listeners that. in Ohio, but. Yeah, you would think that, but <laughs> we spent three and a half weeks in Ohio this year. Um, kind of, we called it the tour day, Ohio. Um, you know, we went up and did Indian mud run. We went up and did war X. We went up, um, and built our course. And then of course we spent some time up there with Troy and Sandy and we took our kids for one of those weeks and we went to the beach on Lake Erie and, uh, you know, went to put in Bay and Cedar point. I think it is, man, our kids loved it. Like that, they loved it. Want to go on vacation there. So um, that's what we're doing. You know, we, we planned the race around a vacation. So um, it's pretty, it's really pretty cool up there at Put-In Bay and, and that area. So you might have to, because that's my biggest problem. The big problem that I run into is most places when we travel, I've, most people know this, my wife doesn't race. It's like, she's like, no, no, I ain't doing any of this. So every time we travel, we travel together and she gets a vacation. So that's why everyone's like, why do you go to Hawaii? Why do you go to Texas? Why do you go here? I'm like, <laughs> Because that's where she wants to go to vacation. So I'm like, hey, let's go to Ohio. And she's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Put-In Bay is a really cool little island that you have to take a ferry to. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, 70 or 80 restaurants and bars. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you almost like they have the bars that you see on the movies where you're sitting in the the swing and it's all sand. You know, um, they have every different thing you could think of. They have it. They even have one that looks like a circus tent. I think it's called the Roundhouse. Um, it's definitely a party in Shopping Island. Um, but there's, and boating is big, jet skis. And the beach there is, my kids liked it more than the beach in Florida because there's no sand. And um, our youngest one has like a, a really sensitive skin. So the no sand situation, or not sand, but the salt, you know, the salty parts yeah. I guess it is the same but um you know so they really enjoyed the beach there and you can walk out 150 feet and it's still knee deep but you know to them it's an ocean so <laughs> so yeah you might have to, or Chattanooga is a beautiful beautiful place to visit too yeah there's a, there's a bunch of those I want to go do so like I said I want to I want to go that's that's my goal is it's what looking like I don't know this year because this year is probably going to be the big you know move and everything else but next year is going to be like okay now I'm going to plan out my, my year is going to yeah. be planned out, like hitting races all over the, you know, all over the East coast, hopefully, you know, and going to all the places I like, I've talked to you and some of the other people that have great stuff over there. And I'm like, I want to go do this, but you know, traveling from Washington over there. And it's just like, eh. so, you know, yeah. Cause we do and like what, Hawaii every year. And I'm like, okay, now I think this year was the last year I was doing Hawaii. So we're going to plan on, you know, in fact, we weren't supposed to do Hawaii this last year, but because of a, a change in plans on something else, we were able to do it. So, because my wife loves heat, that's why we're going to Texas. Yeah, <laughs> I see, I see. And travel, you know, travel is outrageous and the cost of racing can mm-hmm. be can be outrageous. And we have, you know, one thing that I don't think a lot of the public knows about is, you know, we have an amazing volunteer program. If you can't afford to race, you send me a message and say, Hey, I really want to get to this event. Now don't be flying first class 
coming to the event than tell me you can't afford a ticket because I'm going to bust you on it. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, people who can't afford our ticket, I'll put them to work for an hour or two hours or whatever. I just want people to get on the race course. And the more, because I'm just like so many others where OCR changed our lives. You know, we all have a story. We're going through something, you know, Mm -hmm. divorce or sobriety or, um, you know, a hard, hard change or a hard time or a a huge weight loss. Um, And and it changed, changed our life. And and I just want to pull more and more people into the sport. Yeah. Well, that's one thing like we were talking about the, the need for local and the, the bigger ones, the bigger ones need the locals because the locals are the ones that get the people like you were talking about. You have a group of 160 people that show up and all of a sudden 30 of those people are like, oh, this is amazing. Now mm-hmm. I want to do the big ones, you know, not realizing in some ways yours might even be harder than a Spartan, but the, the Spartan <laughs> is that pedestal because everyone sees the videos and it cracks me up because I, I do so many of the OCR things. When I teach classes, I'll use a lot of YouTube videos. And when okay. I'll kick them on for the class, it's almost always the YouTube, like, you know, commercials, almost always a Spartan, Spartan. Yeah. Top of it. And I'm like, well, you know what I look at all the time. So, you know, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's because I'm always looking at OCR stuff, but it's one of those things that, like I said, they, they go do that local. And a lot of times people do that. They'll all of a sudden it'll be a gym, a local gym will be like, Hey, there's this local race or, you know, Hey, we want to go do this because we want to support, you know, Habitat for Humanity, or we want to do this and, and everything else. And they go do it. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, this was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what got me into it. I did a, what is it, the gladiator rock and run 10 something years ago <laughs> where one of my a group of friends are like, we're going to go do this and you want to go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And then I went out and did it. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, this was so much fun. And then I did a bunch of the locals, you know, there's like the the hell run, the slime run, a whole bunch of random ones that don't exist anymore. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you know, I saw the ads and I'm like, oh, what's this Spartan thing? Let's go do that. You know? Yeah. Like I tell everyone, I don't like do like research. That's why I ended up doing the Montana beast to start out my Spartan journey. (laughs) Oh God. That was a little crazy. Yeah, on the Founders Weekend, that was a Founders race. So that was Ugh. the one where we saw like there's arguments on whether it was 22 or 24 mile like beast. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> but it's one of those. But that's what got me. It was that, that those small little locals mm-hmm. that I just kept doing with friends and having fun with these local races until all of a sudden it's like, well, hey, let's go do this. And like you said, they they need, you know, the local races like you have and some of these other ones to 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 keep the sport alive. Without you, it would be like MLB trying to go without Little League. Right. You take out the Little League and you take out all the little locals that feed up into the, you know, the big guys, you lose the big guy. Yeah. I always kind of giggle and say we're at Spartan Farm League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> yep, that's us. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've seen your medal. That's the one thing I want to do. I've seen your shirt and your medals, and I want I want more. I want those. Yeah. So get. So. They are awesome. I love they it. Are. And the fact that they're different for each one is what I love. So Yeah, and we're, you know, I'm super corny when it comes to theming our races. Um, that of makes course, it fun. It does. It does. And it's different, you know, so April 1st will be um, very much military oriented, um, all military obstacles with a few of our strong men, but mainly all military obstacles. Um, we're going to have an army weaver, a 
um, Regulation Marine O course, you know, and, and you're going to start in a uh, mock aircraft carrier. <laughs> it's really cool. Smoke bombs, carrying guns, the whole nine yards. Um, and then April 29th will be our, our traditional Phoenix. Um, and then, of course, we get swampy at the Black Swamp. Murder Creek is very crime show-ish, you know, murder, uh, murder mystery, crime scene tape everywhere. Um, the Chattanooga Mud Run, Chattanooga is known for the Chattanooga Choo Choo. So this year our design has a train driving through mud. And so it's going to be all train oriented. I might even wear a little conductor hat. You never know. <laughs> That's going to be fun. <laughs> it is. I, I get into it and enjoy doing all this silly little stuff with it and uh you know if one racer says hey that's cool then that's happened that makes me happy <laughs> well that's what's really nice a lot of times when you get stuff like that like for me you know we mentioned it i mean i don't mean to like sound like i'm crapping on the big guys but it's the same metal everywhere so mm -hmm. you might get a different ribbon but it's the same metal so same it's like metal, yeah. no matter where i do the race it's like i can go look at my wall and look at the over 60 medals I have from, from Spartan. And I can tell you what year it was, mm -hmm. but other than that, I can't tell you like, Oh, this was Seattle and this happened, or this was here yeah. and this happened. But a lot of my other ones, I can go look at it and say, and you can bring up. And it's like one of those things I, I have, the, I still have the memories from every one of those. That's one of the one thing you can't take those from me, but the, the, the medals, when I have some of those other ones, I can grab some of the ones like some of my, you know, the ones where I've done the marathons and stuff and pull that out and remember like this, you know, I, I work yeah. my ass off to earn this one, you know, that, you know, I finally got a, you know, a marathon in less than five hours and this was it. And this is the medal they handed me. And yep. on the, the, the Spartan ones and a lot of those ones that it's the same medal and over and over again, I know what year I did it, but I can't say, Oh, this is the time that I almost broke it. You know, a <laughs> hour on a sprint. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't know which one it was. I know it was one of these, but right, you know, but I can tell you it was Vegas where you know I hit one hour and 23 seconds. I was so mad at myself, but 23 seconds, but oh. you know, and it was all the spear. I missed the spear for the first time in like four years. I was so mad at myself, but oh my gosh, but it's one of those things that you know that's what I love about when you 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 do stuff like you're talking about being the the cheesy, you know, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, it, it makes it fun because you put that extra little, little thing in it for me to remember. Yep, when and Kentucky's going to be bourbon, bourbon, bourbon and country, bourbon. Oh, I'm farm. there. What you said, bourbon? I'm in. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> so it's going to be very bourbon oriented. Like shots at every, you know, every, you know, every obstacle. Maybe, maybe you never know. <laughs> I keep threatening every one of these times I'm going to go do a race and just for fun, I'm going to fill my camel back up with bourbon and we're going to have some fun. So <laughs> I think I, I did my 40th birthday. We had 40 friends run the rugged maniac with us and they had all brought, you know, little airplane bottles and uh, I'm a cheap drunk. So about three of those in, I'm like, I can't do anymore because this is not safe. <laughs> yeah, this isn't safe. I'm going to fall off some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've threatened to do it, but I'm, a, and what's funny though, is it's funny, like before I really started running though, I was one of those, I probably would have. And now that I run and I'm more healthy, I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that's too many calories. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have some like low sugar bourbon? I mean, yeah, <laughs> diet bourbon. Yeah. Some diet bourbon. Yeah, it's, 
it's it, that was one of the things that was surprised and if some people were surprised it's like for me i i used to like for years i drank a lot i mean not a lot like i, I wouldn't say i was an alcoholic but it was like a bottle like a half gallon a week mm-hmm. you know not like fall down drunk, but a couple drinks every night to calm down. But then when I started running more, all of a sudden it was like, huh, I've had that half gallon for like four months. Because <laughs> it's just like, you don't want to wake up in the morning and go for a run when you feel like you have a hangover, you know, and like just yeah. dehydrated from the drinking and all that. So it's it does change things. But it's like one of those, yeah, I, I have thought about it where I'm just kind of like one of these times just to celebrate. I'm going to go through one of these courses and just fill my camel back up with like whiskey and coke and have some fun. <laughs> That'd be fun. It would be. <laughs> would be. It'd be an interesting one. It would definitely make for an interesting race, but. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You'd have to make it one that there's not a lot of climbing because I couldn't see like doing Bender or, you know, something like that. Oh, no. If you, yeah. Mm. No, no way. <laughs> no. No. Definitely be interesting. Oh, see, and that's I'm one of a- I, I miss the small races like yours that have that that little bit of you know they don't need all the big fancy and that's what bugs me i think with some of the big box cutter they have all the big fancy tents and all the big fancy this and the big fancy that and i'm like no make it more fun yeah we got a 300 dollars blow up finish line <laughs> that's all we got <laughs> whatever works i mean it's from like, amazon nonetheless <laughs> it's like whatever works it, it doesn't matter like all that that stuff to me doesn't matter it's the crowd it's mm-hmm. the people i've been to you know races that you know it looked like a, a two-year-old made the you know the the finish line but everybody was having a blast and it was so much so much fun and i'm like i was so much rather do that right absolutely and you know would we love to have a a 52 foot trailer full of trussing absolutely yeah. who wouldn't but you know i don't currently have half a million dollars to invest in it nor am i going to until i you know our company grows to the point that we can mm-hmm. um i don't want to be starbucks you know i don't want to be popping up on every corner and then a few years later shutting down you know um because of the the rapid growth isn't always great yeah and that's one of those things it's one of those things though it's like also when you're still at that level that you're at you know, and you can get to a point where you're making more money at that level. But I mean, being at that level, you still, the heart is still there. Yeah. And that's where I think some of the bigger ones, you hit a certain point where it becomes more about the business than it does about the, the, the OCRs and about the people. Yeah. I had probably ran 40 Spartans before I even realized Spartan had an on-site race director and had heard their name. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. I think for me, it's I, I learned met them early because I was big and took a long time. So they I, they usually swept and caught them up to me. So that's great. Because yeah, a lot of times I mean, it was the 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 race director was the one that I met the most was Steve Hammond, and he was usually the sweeper. So I met him like the first time because he swept one of the races where we had multiple injuries, all that kind of stuff, but we kept going. And yeah, it was Montana. It took us over 12 hours because of injuries. I, th- I think here, um, Missy, I don't think she's with Spartan anymore. 
um, was a race director. And then I don't think Garfield's a race director. I think he's more of a, uh, was a course designer and course engineer. Mm-hmm. And now I think he might be a, a head honcho or something. He's a big yeah, I don't know now. what he does, but he looks all fancy and stuff with all of his, you know, cigars. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then there was Dario. I don't think Dario is a sport anymore either, but I mean, you know, it, but it took a long time and I was an ambassador, you know, before mm-hmm. I even learned um you know any of the staff's names or met any of the staff or anything like that so you know while that is necessary when you have eight thousand people yes i get that but we're not there you know we're not our chattanooga event will have a couple thousand people but none of our other events have grown to that so you know and even at chattanooga the i'm the one that says three two one go you know i'm out there on the start line I'm inviting the pledge, you know, asking everybody to stand. And, um, you know, so it's still a very personal experience for me. And like I said, you can see that when you, when I talk to you and then, you know, other people I've talked to about your races and I mean, it's, it's still the, the heart is there. And that's, what's amazing is that you can feel that when you go to a race, when when there's a heart there or when it just, you know, you start getting that feeling where it's just like another churned out. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one, you know, off the assembly line, which once again, nothing wrong with. I mean, I still go and do them. I still love doing them, but it's it's a different feeling. There's definitely yeah. a different feeling when you hit those ones that you can tell it's it's a labor of love of love, and they're not doing it just for the money. You know, right. they're doing it. You're doing it because you love doing it. You know, if you were doing it for the money, I'm sure you would have found something better to do. But absolutely, a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, eventually, I, I, I'm, I, I honestly believe you're going to get there, but um, it takes a while, and that's one of those it things. Does. I mean, it's a labor of love, and it takes a little while. You got to push your way through it and get there. And I, I think you're definitely going to be, you know, and a few years we're going to hear about phoenix race up there in the, the you know the ranks with some of the, you know with these other ones you know which I, I think you're really close to getting there and that's one of the things i can't wait to see but i think you know for you it's still going to be the level still be there right yes i mean if it wasn't a passion we wouldn't have ever even started much less kept going through so 2021 was amazing for us mm-hmm. 2022 was not um you know truck gas gas was 550 a gallon down here you know nobody's traveling when gas is so freaking expensive you're going to feed your family before you come to an event i'm going to um you know i i totally get that so you know i think that this year now that the economy has somewhat ish recovered from covid um you know i'm seeing all this jazz about eggs so um i'm not sure it's gonna be a, a whole lot of rapid recovery but um, you know, maybe this year will will be uh, a better year than last year and closer to what 2021 was for us. And, you know, we'll just have to see. And yeah. as long as we have the freaking awesome volunteers that keep coming out and the awesome racers that keep racing with us, we'll keep going. Yeah. Well, as long as you're still around and we're still around, I'll, I'll keep promoting you. So love it. Like I said, <laughs> I definitely want to get out there and do one. That's the one thing that drives me nuts. I've never been able to make it out there and do it. But- you know, the farthest east I've actually gone for a race is Texas. So, and mainly Texas because my wife wanted to go look at houses. But. I think Boggs is coming to Georgia. I think so. You could come to Georgia. I, I want to. I want to. But like I said, that's the, the big thing we're looking at now because of 
all of the stuff for like, you know, the, the move and everything like that. It's still, everything's focusing on that. I haven't, I have one race I've signed up for this year and it's because I do it every year and that's up here. You know, it's a 24 hour endurance event that I love doing every year. You know, other than that, I haven't even committed to any other race. But that. Well, there's so many of us um, between, so that, that race is between myself and Joey. Mm-hmm. So there are so many of us between here and Joey that we can find somewhere for you to crash. <laughs> right. it's, I'm sure. I mean, I, we would definitely find a place. So I definitely yeah. want to, you know, and that's one thing, like I said, I'm looking forward to once I'd be down there. I mean, it's so much easier to get to all those places from, you know, cause we're, we'll be closer to Houston. So it's the East side of the state. So it'll be yeah. closer to get to a lot of those places where I can, in some cases, probably just drive up, you know, right. Uh, which will be that'll be awesome so <laughs> nice to to go try some of these ones that i keep seeing all over the place so and i keep seeing all the you know all the yours and you know all the other different brands out there that i'm like i want to go try those but they don't come up here because it's expensive to get here and then yeah the biggest problem i've seen with most time in washington is why a lot of races don't come up here they'll schedule something nobody in washington signs up for anything until the week before oh that's everywhere so a lot of places have thought about coming up here, but then all of a sudden it's like nobody's signing up and then they cancel it. Mm-hmm. So there's been a couple like four or five race brands that have done that. They've set one up and then all of a sudden, like two months before, they're not getting any sign up, So they just cancel it. Yeah. I understand that. Like, yeah, I understand it. It's expensive. And there's, been, there's been a few I probably should have canceled, <laughs> yeah. but I ran my big mouth. I am the no cancellation race director. So... <laughs> I've stuck to my guns. That's good. That's good. That means, you know, that, that shows your integrity and people, you know, will, will hopefully, you know, keep coming out for that. So that's right. I, I like I said, I can't wait to get out there. And I mean, anybody, anybody who lives in anywhere near any of these or can travel to them, go. Thank you. So we love it. Right on. Well, we're hitting that hour mark, so I should probably let you go, but All we right. definitely need to do this again soon and get you, you know. Yeah. Definitely get your your name out there, get your brand, you know, your brand out there and get some some people out there to your races. Thank you. All right. Well, it's been Hope good. Hope you can get out east. I'm hoping. I'm hoping soon. All it's right. been fun. Thank you. Right. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.